and Cynthia took her foot off the brake, breathing slowly and deeply as she accelerated through the intersection, glancing at each of her mirrors. It wasn't quite rush hour yet, but she could already see the signs of distracted morning drivers, sipping coffee and eating breakfast in their car, with one hand while they steered with the other, or snapping at children in the back seat, heads turned for just a second too long. Cynthia turned on her signal as she approached the on-ramp for the highway, glancing around once more to make sure that she wouldn't be blindsided as she moved into the turn lane and then onto the ramp. Assuming traffic held up, and assuming there weren't any major accidents on her route, Cynthia thought she might even have time to make some toast and eat it at her desk before she had to focus down on the work of the day. Three weeks into my evaluation. Three weeks and maybe I'll get a pay bump. The car smoothed out a little bit as Cynthia sped up, merging into the center lane. She had been at Lane Holdings for almost a year. Cynthia had hoped to hold out for a better job offer, but by the time she had interviewed at Lane, the calls from the student loan companies had already started. While the assistant account management position had brought her more and more responsibility, especially in the last six months, her pay hadn't gone up yet. And even to start, it had been designated an entry-level position, which meant that she earned under $30,000 a year. It was just enough to cover her expenses every month. $400 in student loan payments, $400 in utilities and bills, and $900 for rent on her tiny one-bedroom apartment, with just enough money left over for gas and food. It had been months since she had been able to afford to go out with her friends. The car shuddered around her, and Cynthia's gaze darted down to the instrument panel in a jolt of fear. None of the lights were on. She clenched her teeth and glanced at each of her mirrors. Come on, baby, Cynthia said, stroking the edge of her steering wheel. Come on, you can make it. She swallowed against the tight, dry feeling in her throat. The car smoothed and then shuddered again as Cynthia tried to keep up with the fast-paced highway traffic. Please, please don't do this to me, Cynthia said, looking at the steering wheel. You can do it, baby. You can do it. She glanced at a sign as she passed it. Her exit was still another six miles away. Come on, just another ten miles. You can do it. The car shuddered harder, the steering wheel vibrating in her hands. A low whimper left her lips, and Cynthia tried to suppress the rising sense of panic that welled up in her. She heard the engine sputtering, barely louder than the music playing over her stereo, and when Cynthia glanced down at the temperature gauge, she saw the needle swinging slowly, but inexorably towards the red mark. Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! Cynthia's eyes stung, and she blinked quickly to try and keep the tears that formed from hazing over her vision. She reached out, remembering some piece of advice she had heard about how to deal with an overheating engine. Cynthia turned the air conditioning off and twisted the temperature control around to heat and the fan onto max. She would be a sweaty mess, but with any luck, she might be able to keep her engine from overheating. Traffic had picked up just enough that Cynthia's panicked gaze saw no clear way to get immediately onto the shoulder. She sped up, hoping that the faster speed might suck more air into the engine compartment and help matters, as well as getting her to where she could pull over and try to find an opening to the right side shoulder. She had already given up on the idea of getting into the office early. Cynthia knew just enough about cars to know that she would have to, at the very least, let her engine cool down with her car shut off before she tried to finish her commute. Come on, you assholes, Cynthia said. 
her voice deepening into a frustrated growl as she tried to get around the cars in the next lane over. My car is about to fry itself. Either speed up or slow down. You can see my blinker. You know I need to get over. Her hands tightened on the wheel, and Cynthia looked at the temperature gauge desperately. It was climbing in spite of the oven-like heat blowing through her vents. Move! Cynthia's throat tightened in a spasm of panic as she tried to get over, tried to get to the shoulder, to get her engine off before it blew up on her. Her panic increased when Cynthia saw, to her horror, a plume of either smoke or vapor, she wasn't sure which, flowing from under the hood of her car. 